Welcome to Week in Aviation Podcast, Episode 2, for Saturday, March 20th, 2010. Um, today, we were going to have a guest, uh, Smosh JKL, but we ran into some issues, and he will be joining us next week. So first, I'd like to talk about um, the Fly Tampa scenery, uh, what we think about it, and what are our opinions on it. So uh, Grant is going to uh, give us his opinion, since he does have a lot of their uh, products. So go ahead, Grant. Okay, well, let me just start out by saying um, I have the Boston, Logan, St. Martin, Vienna, Seattle, Midway, San Francisco, Dubai, San Diego, Miami, and Tampa scenery. So, yes, I am semi-experienced with their, their sceneries. Um, let's start out with uh, Boston, Logan. That it depends on your computer. Um, I get half-decent frame rates with scenery complexity all the way down to the absolute minimum, which is probably what you'll have to do. And when installing it, make sure you uncheck all the options that could possibly um, degrade your uh, performance, like uh, ground, um, cust custom ground objects and whatnot. And okay, Graham, don't mean to interrupt you, but I the one I do have is the Boston one. I noticed I went from 25 frames to 5 frames. I mean... It was I was flying into Boston, 25 frames, get in the vicinity where the scenery is, 5 frames. It was kind of pointless to spend my uh, $32. Um, I didn't, you know, I got it for FS2004 where it worked much better. We all know the problems FSX gives with frame rates, so I mean, go ahead, finish Grant. Yeah, well, it, to get good frame rates, it depends on your settings you have in the game and uh, the options you checked and unchecked um, when installing the CD. I don't know if Logan had that many options, but I know some of the others do. Um, but yeah, Boston really depends on your um, computer. I mean, if you have a good computer, then yes, I would definitely recommend the scenery. But if you don't, and like if you go to my channel, um, Airbus and Mustang, and if you look at my uh, system specs, Really, anything worse than that, don't get it. Anything better than that, yeah, you're probably fine. Um, and then also, um, the St. Martin scenery, the most popular one, um, that's amazingly detailed and whatnot. But um, that is definitely one that uh, lowers... Kills your frames. Yes, especially if you have scenery complexity higher. Um if you, I think there's an option, but turn off the um, moving traffic that affects frame rates on some computers. Uh, it loses visual quality, but it does improve frame rates. Um, Fly Tampa, um, hold on. Fly Tampa includes a lot of cities. I'm going on a list here. Uh, Fly Tampa, Boston, thirty-two dollars. Fly Tampa, uh, Grand. Flight Tampa Hong Kong Kai Tai, $38. Flight Tampa St. Martin Complete, it's a better version, $38. Then Flight Tampa St. Martin Basic, $27. Flight Tampa Vienna, $27. Flight Tampa Seattle, $27. Flight Tampa Midway and San Francisco are both $27. And they have uh, four more different ones that are even cheaper. Uh, Flight Tampa Dubai, Flight Tampa San Diego, Flight Tampa Miami, and Flight Tampa... Tampa are all $24 each. So, I mean, you're going to be spending between $25 and $40 in these add-ons. I mean, I'm not sure if it's a worthy investment. I mean, Grant, I mean, yeah, you spent a lot of money on this. Is, is it a worth investment? Some are worth it, some are not. Like, Tampa, Miami, um, San Diego is a little iffy. 
uh, Dubai and uh, San Francisco is a little iffy. All of those are definitely worth it. But then again, those are um, the cheaper ones. So the cheaper you go, the um, the more frame rate friendly they are, and that's kind of given. That's kind of a given. But um, yeah. They all still have generally the same quality. I mean, if you've got the computer to run them, definitely get them. If your computer is not so great, then don't don't get them. Don't spend your money. Don't don't waste your time installing this. It's just not worth it. It it if you again if you have the computer, get it. If you don't, don't. It's just simple as that. Okay, so let's make a concluding statement here. Fly Tampa, yes, or Fly Tampa, no? Um, I would say no based on the price. But yes, based on the quality. No, based on the performance. So, it, so it can go either way. So it's, do you want to jump and make a big risk, or do you want to stay back and just buy REX for 40 bucks, which will give you everything? You know, I personally have REX, and I like that. So it, we're gonna go on to our. Okay, well let me tip. just say this. Um, okay. If you're even questioning your frame rates, you're gonna get it. Then don't get it. Just go on the safe side. If you have under 35 frames per second, out fly Tampa. Okay. Probably be down to 10 or 15 with it. It's just not worth it. Yeah. So we're gonna move on to our second thing here. Um, ridiculously weird fight simulator add-ons. So searching around. I found a fight simulator add-on called Bigfoot Hunter FSX. Um, and what <laughs> Bigfoot Hunter FSX allows you to do is it actually is a set of seven missions in seven different cities that have you hunt seven Bigfoots. So you, the challenge is to hunt seven Bigfoots in seven different cities or seven missions. You're hunting Bigfoot. So you're in an airplane... And, and then there's actually a man you can run on the ground with. Once you catch him, you tie him with a string, and you, you tie a thing around his neck, and you bring him up in the air. I think it's the most ridiculous add-on ever. You're spending, let's see what it says here, 20 U.S. dollars on an add-on when you're simply chasing around Bigfoot. You, you, you really are. You're chasing Bigfoot. And uh, looking at the page, no one has bought this add-on. So, um, yeah, I mean, screenshots, it looks ridiculous. That that add-on would be great or fun if it was freeware, but not 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 at all if it's uh, payware. And especially it's twenty bucks. That's half of what I paid for FSX. Give me a break. Twenty bucks. They want me to uh, catch Bigfoot. I would like for them to release a trial version or something or a demo with one of the missions, you know. But yeah. I can imagine what it does to your frames. Yeah, Bigfoot that, hiding. Yeah. Not at all worth it. Not at all. No, not at all. And uh, looking around, I actually found another one. Um, this parachute guy, you know, I think Grant, you were talking about that, weren't you? Yeah. Okay, Grant. Pond, okay. Explain. Um, well, yeah, basically what this is, is it's like a $10-$15 um, parachute skydiver. Yeah, ten dollars. I I don't know. Um, it it's a parachute guy, um, which might be cool for videos depending on what you're doing. But really, it seems like a waste of time because all you got is um, 
a guy who you have to go into slew mode to go put him up in the air. And on top, the biggest problem with this is there's already a freeware version available. On Symbiation. Yeah. The and Absim, I, I actually have one of them. They work just as well as I'm sure that paid uh, one does, so I can't see downloading the paid one. Yeah, and then, like, th they're trying, as you can see on uh, Sim Market here, they're, like, kind of trying to um, advertise this the best they can. Like, they got this one picture that says animated legs for ground impact. And then they got Who this cares? One. I know, it's like, it's not that big of a deal. And then they got this one picture that says the um, canopy or whatever has uh, 65 or 85%. Let me load the picture. Um, it has the canopy has 85% opacity for accurate cloth look. But you know what? Uh, so it's 85% opaque, so you know we can't see through it. That would be translucent. But staring at his legs as he's going down. So I particularly do not care what he looks like when he hits the ground. Okay, I'm not you know unless I don't know if you might. But Sarah's legs, no, I wouldn't do that. So to me, that's completely useless. That add-on, I would never buy it. Unless yeah. he gave it to me for free to do a review on or something. In that case, I would say thank you. Doubtful anyone else would buy it. You know, it'd be nuts. It's like burning $10. That's all it is. Yeah, and there's not that much to say in on the on this site. It says um, basically what this parachute is and um, like real-world facts about it. And then there's a couple animations. Um, like the tail hook command. Who's doing an animated arm with a uh, virtual cockpit gauge watch? Who do who really cares? And then flaps one is right arm to set to pull cord, and then flaps two is the parachute deployed. That is not that big of a deal. Rudder is hand left and right. That's kind of you know not anything special. That's and then, that fake. And then legs bend on impact like suspension. Yet yeah, that. Uh, who cares? I mean, it's just. You know what? I the only the only thing that would make me buy it is if it came with a Captain Sim seven five seven. Yeah. <laughs> a few of those, you know, a few nice pair of add-ons, and he, he he could be he could jump out of them. And what is he gonna jump out of? I mean, you have to have to use slew mode to get him in the air. You cannot even put him in an airplane. I know. Kind of waste. And then, it it's like there's no point in buying this add-on whatsoever. Okay, and we're going to move on to our third topic today. Uh, I want to talk about X-Plane and FSX, which you should go for. Um, personally, well, let's fail. X-Plane yeah. or Flight Many people have asked me, uh, X-Plane or Flight Simulator X. I would say X-Plane. If you're looking for a real, realistic experience, you know, you want everything realistic, definitely run for X-Plane. 40 bucks or 50 bucks, whatever is X-Plane 9 now, is more realistic than for X. X-Plane wanted to make X-Plane not so much a simulator as, uh, not so much a game as a simulator, where Microsoft Flight Simulator X took the simulator aspect off it and made it a game with all the missions and everything, which you will not find in X-Plane. Um, Microsoft Flight Simulator X is classified under a game, so as X-Plane may be, but X-Plane is definitely more of a simulator. They did not try so hard to make the planes look as nice. I mean, if you're using it as a simulator, the planes don't have to look nice, you know. I say I've seen the X-Plane planes that do not look as good as Flight Simulator. They've really tried to make X-Plane more of a simulator for the serious pilots than Microsoft Flight Simulator X. And now, with the closing 
last year, in January of 2009, of the Microsoft Asus Studios, we will never see another Microsoft Flight Simulator unless they sell the rights to that program. And Microsoft has not yet uh, sold the rights for Microsoft Flight Simulator. So, I do not plan, I do not plan on seeing Flight Simulator 11. I definitely, when an X-Plane 10, X-Plane 11 comes out, and Flight Simulators are so old and out the window, yeah, I'll go get X-Plane. But for right now, Flight Simulator out of the oven, it's still got a long way to go. So I would not recommend going to X-Plane right now. I mean, stick with Flight Simulator. But definitely in the coming years, get X-Plane, learn the key commands, because the key commands are so much different. You can learn the commands, get it down, because there will be no more Microsoft Flight Simulator unless they sell the rights, which I cannot see them doing, because they are making so much money off that program. You know, you see what I'm saying, Grant? Yeah, but, okay, there, I, I do agree that X-Plane is more of a simulator than um, FSX and FS2004. But I do want to say that I did try the demo of X-Plane, and to me, it felt a lot more like an arcade game than a simulator. But no, that, the demo of X-Plane put you in this plane I've never heard of and had you take off for ten minutes. And I think that's why. You didn't have the full 60 gigabyte hard drive killing RAM absolutely sucking up thing that needs all this RAM. 60 gigs of hard drive space. You know, I have like three hard drives and stuff like that. You know, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, but I mean, it's like because the graphics weren't um, similar to uh, FSX. I mean, it, it kind of depends on what you first um, play. Like, if you first get X-Plane before you get um, uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator... Then you're used to the controls. Yeah, you're used to that gameplay, you're used to that whole setup. But, I mean, if you get, like, FS2004 or FSX first as your first Flight Sim game, then you're going to get used to that, and X-Plane will feel completely foreign and just unnatural on your computer. And also, I kind of have the disadvantage because X-Plane doesn't necessarily run well on my computer, so I can't really say that well, but I'm sure some other people have better opinions. Well, I mean, I guess if you start out with X-Plane, you continue with X-Plane because X-Plane has four, five or six applications in the App Store on the iPod, uh, for the iPod Touch on the iPhone, running about $10 a piece that... People that have never heard of it. they see these applications, they buy these applications, they play these applications, they don't know Microsoft Flight Simulator, so they go out and buy X-Plane, because Microsoft has not gone into app development, you know, for the App Store, because they have their own MP3 kind of player called the Zune HD, and they don't want to get into Apple, they don't want to do any of that. So really, it's like, you know, X-Plane is taking advantage of the App Store, and they're using that wisely. So we're getting down to uh, the end of our show here. We're going to wrap up this week's show for Saturday, March 20th, 2010. I thank you for listening, and all your great support is extremely appreciated. Check for our podcast on iTunes in a few weeks. Um, I will soon get it up there. So, Grant, uh, where can we reach you? Where can okay. we possibly reach you? Okay, well, my email is uh, grantkozlak at yahoo.com, um, in case you're wondering. And then um, my YouTube... Uh, username is Airbus and Mustang, and you can send me a private message or um, comment on my channel or whatever. And then also on my channel, you can uh, find my Skype name and uh, just go, if you have Skype, log on to that. 
and contact me via Skype. That's actually my preferred way because then I can just do, you know, like voice chat and whatnot. And that way we can talk much easier and much faster. But yeah, email, Skype, or uh, private message, all is well and all will work. Okay, uh, don't forget, I contact me, lots of great plans, gmail.com, or send me a PM through my uh, YouTube, lots of great stuff. So me and Grant will be back next week for another pumping episode of Week in Aviation. See you guys, and have a great weekend.